Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Gwen at That's My Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Glenn at Bedsty Brat, and I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. Hey, 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 guys! So right now, I'm literally getting berets from the most wonderful. <laughs> uh goddess braider that i've i've ever known and also she uh, there's so much that she does so. wait oh my god so is this the girl much. who you gave me her info i was in her dms oh yeah i did i'm give trying to get her info. to do my hair oh my god tell her i said hi i was emailing her about doing the faux locks oh Shade says hi because she was messaging you about faux locks Oh, yeah, and I sent her a video because I couldn't remember. I forgot that I did them before. Oh, can you hear that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, hello. You know, you be doing black girl doing shit early. Hello. Right. This is black No, because girl actually, I was on, like, wait. wait, she does hair like that and she designs the way she designs? Designs. Like, um, wild. Clothing. The other day, Lizzo was wearing one of yes. her pieces. I'm trying to find multi-talented yo can you shout out to our people if your instagram names oh my first one of my (laughs) instagrams is bam b is in boy a is in apple m is in mary n is in nancy y is in yerd c (laughs) as in color c is in color (laughs) dot nyc and then the hair one is catch these hands like just catch with two H's, these hands. <laughs> Catch these hands. Fucking obsessed. Chelsea, <laughs> I really want to get the same braids you're getting. Is that going to be like a problem? No, girl, I don't care. Okay, yeah, you're not one of those. All right, well, I'm going to be hitting, hitting her up. No, Very get soon. them. <laughs> Is that going to be a problem? Very I want to catch them hands. So you're getting some some braided looks for your upcoming just like vacation. Yes, my birthday trip. But I just wanted to quickly shout out, you know, this is just a depiction of black women and they're like multitasking, like braids being done, recording a podcast, taking orders on the phone for new dress designs. <sighs> All this stuff is happening. We out here, basically. I mean, what else? Can't, like even while we're recording this right now, I'm actually working on some other things. So, so you know, it's it's a it's a a multitasking ass world. But what are we talking about today? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about a topic we seemingly always end up having to talk about, which is um, I guess like the invalidation of Black women's beauty time and time again. So over the holidays. Um, Megan Thee Stallion posted this picture with Beyonce and Blue Ivy that all of us wanted to celebrate, um, you know, instantly because it was like, oh shit, she made it. She had a, a New Year's Eve party with them. And I noticed right away, like, how beautiful Blue Ivy looked. And I was thinking, like, wow, she's really growing up, et cetera, et cetera. Then come to find out, 
a few days later, this journalist from Vanity Fair tweeted something about, um, and I know Chelsea, you have like the exact tweet, but where he was just coming at Blue Ivy's looks. And then another journalist from Harper's, like, I guess affirmed what he was saying and then was talking about how she needed plastic surgery, et cetera, et cetera. Chelsea, can you read exactly what they said? Yes, girl, I can. Um, <laughs> so basically, oh, I thought I was on mute. So basically, uh, this black male journalist tweeted, I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy, and I feel so sorry for her. White woman responded, they haven't already. Black man responds, you're right, but she's lucky. If it happens now, she'll definitely grow out of it. Get the ugly duckling phase done early. And then... The white lady said, or she'll get plastic, she'll just get plastic surgery a la, at 16, a la Kylie Jenner, and we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich. Oh my God. Hearing this again, I'm like, yeah. first of all, this woman knows, has no idea what she's talking about to say she can't help but feel too sorry for the incredibly rich because that's like not even the issue at hand here. You know, like she don't even know what she's talking about. This Jay-Z gene thing has been something that honestly in the black community, people have been talking about since um, Blue Ivy was born. There have been all these jokes about like, will Blue Ivy end up with Jay-Z's face? Will she have Jay-Z's nose? Will she have Jay-Z's lips? Um, and it points to this other idea of featurism that um, we all just kind of got introduced to. Like we've talked about colorism on the podcast before, but featurism is this idea that um, certain features on a person's face are um, considered beautiful uh, more than others. Ones that are closer to a European like standard than they are to an Afrocentric one. And I think like we're seeing that in this case with Blue Ivy, a hundred percent. It's brazy. Yeah, one fuck both of them. They're so fucking wack. Mm -hmm. I just think that it's insane that. One, culturally, like, yes, we talk about people, and, and I think that that's one issue in of itself, but, like, you're a whole-ass journalist for, like, Vanity Fair, Harper's Bazaar, like, very, like, big publications that a lot of people look at. It wouldn't be okay if, even if it came from, like, some random, at like, media takeout, LOL, but, like... The fact that they feel that they have, like, such a right to now come and comment on the appearance of a seven-year-old and it being or eight however old she is but it being a black man I think is even another layer because it's almost like come on like don't you know better like we should not be speaking about one another in this way and then to come and say oh well she'll just go get plastic surgery like mm. it's just it's wild I think that that in and of itself speaks to how problematic just like cyber bully culture clickbait shit has become but mm -hmm. in addition there is this conversation around featurism um chelsea you got our definition yeah so i mean glenn really captured it very well it just basically is you know when you prefer the european ones European features over the African features. But in addition, I think it's this concept of like you could have light skin, but still have 
African features and therefore are s- still deemed unattractive. Unattractive, right. Like I was looking on this website, Lipstick Alley, where I pop in from time to time. Yeah. And this woman was saying that they'll say, oh, sorry. No, I was just looking at this website and it was this woman was saying that um, she's heard people say before that if a light-skinned woman has a big nose, that or like more Afrocentric features, people will say, "Oh, that's too bad. Like your your light skin was wasted on your features," which is disgusting. Yeah, that's insane. This also made me think about, <clears throat> like, remember that Gronish episode where the one guy was like, he just loves like African queens, and um, Luca goes. Yeah, you like Egyptian African queens, just not the Nubian ones. Do you what? remember that? No, I don't, I don't remember that. Grownish. So on that episode, um, the one guy with the little rat tail, ponytail thing, is like he <laughs> okay, loves African yeah. queens, and Luca says, "Yeah, you like Egyptian ones, just not Nubian ones," which was so interesting because I never thought of it in that way and we see that you know in hip-hop where they're always talking about east african women and how sexy Mm -hmm. they are and you know east african women do have a different look than west african women you know they have a slender nose and more features that are closer to european versus west african women who are have wide set noses and darker skin and maybe coarser textured hair um So I did think that was interesting. And although, you know, these two journalists kind of are being called out right now publicly for this, this is something that we see all the time within the black community. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of so many examples right now, like on Basketball Wives with Evelyn and OG, where she calls her ugly. And um, Kendra Media on Instagram actually had something interesting to say about that that I shared with you all. I'm going to play that clip for you all here. The way off last night. Now, first of all, I've been mad ever since last week when Evelyn called OG ugly. Because I'm still trying to figure out, so what's ugly about OG? Is it her cheekbones? Is it her nose? Her skin complexion? Because when I see OG, I see a beautiful black queen whose blood has not been diluted with any other race. So I'm still on that one, Evelyn. But last night... So, yeah, I thought she kind of made an an interesting point. Like, whenever we see a black woman who, you know, looks mixed, we kind of celebrate her. And if the black woman is dark skin and has like soft curly hair or has a small nose or, you know, it's always this thing about like a little bit, a little bit of something else. She has a little Indian in her or something. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it goes and, back to that idea. I think we've talked about this before. Like when people are deemed exotic, um, black people are deemed exotic because of their features specifically. If you're a dark skin with a slender nose, like, oh, you must something different must be going on with you or something. Right. Exactly. And it's crazy because like every we just had what, the year of the return and everyone mm-hmm. is so like into Africa right now, well, I think a part of that needs to include our relearning of beauty standards and understanding that, you know, you can't say black is beautiful and mean that a black girl with soft curly hair is beautiful or mean that a black girl 
that looks like Beyonce is beautiful. Like if you're saying black right. is beautiful, then like you need to also appreciate like the pureness of black or the beauty within like pure black beauty, blackness. Okay, Chelsea. Right. Put it out there. Shit. <laughs> I definitely agree. We were even talking about um how, you know, someone might say like, "Oh, well, she's pretty for a dark-skinned girl." And I never realized that that must be like the epitome of featureism right there because mm-hmm. it's essentially applying like, oh, well, you have these very like Eurocentric features or you look as mm-hmm. though if you were lighter skin, you would be really pretty, but you're dark skin. So like, and that's been thrown around forever and ever and ever and ever. And something that I think was really interesting is that it's particularly within the black community. So while we were like getting ready for the episode, we started doing some research. And um, Chelsea, you sent this video about the Brazilian um, model who was like a samba. So she yeah. like a, she like won like the, the Carnival Queen. I guess would be yeah. The, she the ran like equivalent. the Carnival Queen, but like what you're able to do is be like featured on this. Oh, it's like one of Brazil's like top networks. Mm-hmm. And um, oh we can yeah, share the link if you guys mm-hmm. want to see the video, but it was a really interesting video because it talked about how you know she made it all the way to the last round and then was selected to be featured. And then once it aired, everyone was like, "Oh well, she's too black," and basically like they accept black looking women, but like she was like too dark and like had right she didn't look mixed she she didn't look mixed exactly and then all of a sudden they just like took her down and put this curly haired like slightly lighter skin slightly more mixed looking model up and um something that was highlighted was that she was just like listen the white people were dragging me and the black people were dragging me Mm -hmm. and she was like the black people were dragging me possibly even more Yeah, another example of this, I think I shared a video with you all um, or an interview link with you all that Afropunk.com did with this woman um, who basically did this video for another publication talking to her ex and immediately people online were like calling her an ape and ugly and a gorilla and all kinds of stuff. And someone commented, y'all just hate dark skinned women. And people were like, it's not about her being dark skin. It's about her just being ugly in general. She could have had light skin and she would have still been ugly. So I'm looking at this woman and I'm like, okay, what, what, you know, our society deems ugly is her wide nose, her, like everything about her that is black. Mm-hmm. Basically. And it and was, was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Reading those comments. Cause it mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, I, I'm not like, yeah the person you're that you were referencing was basically trying to be like it's not all about color like it doesn't matter what she was she's just like not attractive and right. the woman was like this is still problematic as fuck because the reasons that you feel as though she's not attractive are because of her very black features exactly and it's really sad that the people in the comments were black people yeah and it, it kind of speaks back to something that Shadi you were kind of saying at the beginning the same woman in that Afropunk article said, essentially, social media cyberbullying cyberbullying has ushered in a dangerous evolution of self-hate. 
Like we're just mm. recycling this rhetoric. And I don't know, for some reason I was like, I've been inclined to think about like the things that people used to be teased for when I was growing up. Like people used to come at people for being dark skinned all the time. But I remember people making fun of people for having big noses. Yeah. I remember that making me feel insecure about oh. the size of my own nose. Oh my God, all the time. I still hate my nose to this day, but I don't hate that my nose is wide. I just don't like my bridge, which I guess is technically kind more of associated European. with like European, but whatever. But oh my God, all the time, all or lips. the time. Like, yep. so like there's like kind of a, like levels to big lips. I feel like, you know, there's a certain big lips or full lips that are looked at as like sexy but then when the lips get too big all of a sudden it's like ugly yeah yeah i mean you know people even in the comments it's really sad so weird we're talking about said that she looked like biggie smalls and i always found it interesting that biggie like you know he has in that line black and ugly as ever um exactly right like the need like I think he, I always thought that he said that because he'd heard that so much in his life. But the things that people would have said he were was ugly for were not only that he was dark skinned, but because he had like black features, big nose, big lips. I know this whole time we've been prepping for this episode, I've just been like looking up people and how they look and like really like looking at people's features because now that it's beyond just like oh, they have this hair or they have this skin tone. It's like people are really obsessed with um, like symmetry of your face. But I think symmetry is also very much kind of aligned with like a European-centric like <laughs> standard. If, if your face is symmetrical, that's like, you know, having that little perfect nose or whatever. That's like, yeah. that's white as hell. They came... They came up with that kind of measurement. Well, I guess the one that we base it off of. Because, you know, I'll be watching these plastic surgery videos. And they always bring out these, like, measurements. And there's certain quadrants of your face that should be like this and like that. And the fullness should be here and not there. Right. Based off of white beauty standards. Yeah, totally. And even to your point. So, as we were prepping for this, Chelsea, you said something really interesting that, like, if certain certain features can be full as long as they're associated with like desire or like mm-hmm. sex sex <laughs> yeah yeah like a like big lips sexy big ass sexy mm-hmm. big nose like not you know right. dark skin not nappy hair not so it's like they pick and choose what about us is acceptable right and, and like so you know ugly a couple, or unattractive yeah and a couple of days after the um situation with blue ivy some dude wrote on twitter um about ari lennox and tiana taylor ari lennox and tiana taylor's ability to have dangerously high sex appeal while simultaneously looking like rottweilers will always amaze me um and i feel like that really speaks to that idea as well like look at tiana taylor her lips are, are like such a sexy feature on her um and i think that like people have long talked about the ways that she has a more of a masculine look or more like you know her face is very angular i guess you could say um but she's also light-skinned 
So I feel like she hasn't, I don't know. I can't, I, I'm not sure the history of the kinds of ways that people have tried to drag her over time. But, um, and I didn't hear her respond to this dude's um, tweet, but Ari Lennox went in and like was talking about it on her IG live story and was just talking about how many people really come for black women all the time, especially black men. Yeah. And it, it just seems like it's like something that's ingrained and like almost like a generational curse because like I was talking earlier to you all um, about, you know, this resurgence of like black or dark skin is in is like great in so many ways, but it always feels like there needs to be an either or. And like, I just wish the black community could just like be like, we're all black and we're beautiful, but it's just like not the case. It's always something. Because they wanted it that way. I know, but like it's time that we smarten up and like relearn. Agreed. You know, I understand that we were all taught this stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, not by our parents necessarily, but like we were just, it's just been, you know, passed down and passed down. Put a little bit of that, you know, uh, conditioner on her hair, or not conditioner, perm on her edges. So it's soften it up or, you know, don't stay out too long in the sun or this or that or something else. Yeah. Um, and we just need to relearn. In that same video, the Brazilian video, there's this picture. I guess it's kind of like a famous picture. And it's this um, older black woman. And she's like, looks as though she's like praising God or whatever, like looking up into the sky. And next to her is her daughter who looks as though she's like mixed. And then next to her is a white man. And then the baby's in the mother's lap and the baby's basically white. And they say that it's like the the grandmother is praising the fact that now she has this white grandchild and has mm. been able to like unblacken their genes. Yeah. Wild yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, this reminds me... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Um, Just... Thinking about complexion, um, so I was doing I was doing this lesson with my class this past week on the beauty of blackness, and Lupita mm. Nyong'o wrote this book called Sulway. It's a children's book about this little um, dark-skinned girl that doesn't think she's beautiful um, because her mom is like brown. Her mom and dad are brown-skinned, and her sister is like very light-skinned. And she doesn't see anybody that looks like her at home or when she goes to school. And it details all the stuff that she goes through to try to get to be lighter. Like she, it shows the little girl praying at night for lighter skin. Oh she eats white food thinking that it'll lighten her up from the inside. She tries to erase herself. She puts her mom's makeup on her. And of course, none of it works, right? And then she has this whole like dream one night about like the sun and the and the night or like yeah i guess it was like the day and the night and they're like sisters or something and that like there is no light without darkness and this whole thing it's a really beautiful book and lupita wrote it based on her like true like experiences growing up um and then we read this poem called black is beautiful and we're just looking at all the different ways that we see blackness in the world and how those things are beautiful, like the, from the smallest things, from like a wet street at night or like mm. the sky or dark mountains. Um, it, it was beautiful. And I posted about this on Instagram, but like when 
we asked our students to tell us some things that they thought were beautiful. Like the first hand that I chose, this girl who like barely participates, um, we were like, what's something that's black and beautiful? And she was like, you. And she pointed Aww. at me. Y'all, I was weeping. I had to turn around to the board. Wait, are you serious? Yes. That's so beautiful. Was this was child beautiful. white or black? White, white girl. Little wow. white girl. And then the next day, we had them write on the board different things. It's like they're, you know, they have like a, a question of the day. And we were like, can you come up with something else that's black and beautiful? And this other girl wrote, and Shade clowned me a little bit because the girl wrote Nanny, which is kind of funny a little bit. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> we check them all the time. Like, can you know the, the woman's name? Nanny. But she writes Nanny. Her nanny was there black woman and she turns to me the black woman her name is Shao, and she was like she said me and then like she and i just hugged tearfully oh that was so beautiful oh my god but like, so did, cute yeah like, did any of the black students have anything to say yeah um well you know actually i don't really have any i have two biracial girls in my class okay um, but those two girls, we um, talked about when we were do- writing this, we wrote this poem together and we asked them to say, to tell us some, you know, beautiful black things for the poem. One of the girls said, black men. I was like, yes. Oh. Another girl said. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Another girl said, black people coming together and sharing their food. Which I just oh. love. I miss kindergarten. <laughs> so sweet but like these are the things and then like randomly at the end of the week um somebody came by to give them some folders and they were these dark black folders and i don't know i guess somebody i think the person might have been like yeah everybody's gonna get a black folder and then one of the kids just shouted out black is beautiful like five oh my times God. <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> it was so uh so powerful so beautiful um and i feel really fortunate that i got to have to do that work with them and and it's a part of it but again this is kind of focused on color and complexion and we can broaden the conversation right you know yeah and i think i think the idea of featurism is still so related because it's like it's whiteness versus blackness you know and i always go i always think about Mm -hmm. that scene in um in uh the malcolm x movie where he talks about, like, even if you look in the dictionary, when you look up the word white versus when you look up the word black, like, black is just so negative. It's, like, scary yes. and danger and, we, mm-hmm. you know, evil. We were talking about that, too. It's, like, the darkness will come or the light will come. Right. Right. Yeah. A black cat is, like, ominous. Like, right. Black is associated, associated with so many, so much badness. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I wonder like if these things will ever like go away. Like how many generations will it take? Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was thinking like um I think that there's a lot here because I think the first thing is even understanding, you know, why beauty is so important to us. And um we'll dabble on that in another episode that we're going to do. Get ready. But um I think that especially for women, there is this desire to have a quote unquote like um, acceptable attractiveness because that's what men are taught to like or whichever, whatever you prefer. But typically like a a man is um, 
is taught to like. And so I think the first thing is like these black men, it's, it's kind of crazy to me how, you know, I'm looking in the comments of the, the woman, I want to say her name was, she goes by Jazz, but that's not her full name. But she was um, in the, the Afropunk article. She, everyone was saying she looked like ape, gorilla, this, that, and the third. Uh-huh. But so many men being like, oh, you look crazy. And somebody said like, oh, she must have like bomb ass pussy. Because like, why was mm-hmm. she trying to her? And I all saw that. Stuff. And I'm just like, okay. One, the, the men have really got to get it together. Because it, how can you like look at your your mother or your sisters or your cousin, you know, like, and, and then turn around and say something to a woman like that. So I think that's Mm -hmm. a huge thing. And and we, even as women have to teach that to our men. Like I saw something, I was Facebook, I was Instagram stalking Ari, um, the real Kyle sister. And she posted something about her son and was like, this light skin and curly hair and green eyes, like, he's going to be a problem. And I'm like, oh, God, we're still doing this. Still. Like, this is so crazy. Still. And, oh, my God. That's so corny. Yeah. <laughs> I and hate like, that. And, like, I get it. I get it. Like, it's going to take a while. But, like, that's the first thing we have to do. Because if it's, like, if you're teaching your son, like, oh, well, you are so handsome for these reasons, then obviously he's then going to associate that with looking for mm-hmm. a mate. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, I think that's a big part of it. But then I think we also have to not look to, like, outside outlets to influence how we feel about one another and really, like, big each other up internally and really do a lot of the work, like, amongst ourselves. Yeah. You ain't never lied. so tough, yeah. I mean, yeah, this makes me think of... um, that story we were reading about, this dude, Patrick Patterson. Oh, from is that from the L.A. Clippers? Yeah. Yeah, where he called black women. Uh, so basically he posted up a picture of he and his white wife. He's a black man. And he, you know, people were kind of saying shit about him in the comments, which also isn't okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then he, you know, claps back by saying, you guys want me to, like, be with a, a bulldog? just for the sake of staying within my race so trash like you don't have to again like you said right like not who are we to talk about his love that's a whole other kind of conversation mm-hmm. but you don't have to tear uh, tear black women down in order to defend your relationship right date your white woman but yeah you don't gotta say shit about us mm-hmm. i know i'm trying to look at see what, what he tried to say in his little ios press release what did he say? Oh, he just said he somebody made disrespectful remarks, so he made disrespectful remarks back. But like, to a whole community of people. Yeah, no. About his mother. His to your sisters. damn mama. That's what I'm about to say. Like, come on now. That's so unnecessary. A bulldog. His daughters, because they will be black. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A bulldog. That fucking part. I don't know. It's 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 scary. I even like have to check like my own family members on certain things that they say where I'm like, "What? This is so problematic. This is problematic." I think we don't even realize it. It's so ingrained in our day-to-day like, "Oh, make sure you fix her hair" or like, "Oh, she got her daddy's uh this" or you just mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it also it, it really goes way way back to just like 
understanding like why beauty is so significant and even working through like how much of an importance that we we put beauty on this pedestal because it's so literally in the eye of the beholder but yes particularly to undo so much of the self-hate I think we have to to Chelsea's point like stop equating what we see as beautiful to like the Eurocentric kind of understanding like I even like I don't know we, we talk about this all the time like people are like oh like you're just black like you're not like Arab or right like Indian and I'm like even if I like what why does why does that matter really that's what I'm gonna start asking people why does that matter it's like this disassociation with blackness though like how far can you be separated from it like Oh, you're, that's so wild. You probably get that all the time, though. I know all you do. the time, all yeah. the time. You're just black, and it's like, yeah. But mm-hmm. like, also like, blackness is so vast. Like, that's another thing. Like, that's exactly you, why you look like you do. That doesn't it, right, to say just exactly. black doesn't I mean anything. I look the way I do because of the because you're black the diversity and beauty that comes with blackness not because of whatever the fuck else you think is going on because if we really want to get into it most people have some type of drops of melanin in them and all the other shit comes from well this is where i start getting all of my uh, conspiracy theory hotepness but (laughs) you know but that being said like most of the people of this world that have some color to them. And I'm even, I'm even counting, um, in East Indians and Aboriginals, like that's blackness. It's a different type of blackness. It's obviously not like African, even though we did all stem from the motherland, but you know, like that is why we have such beauty in this world. And and I'm not trying to say that whiteness is not beautiful, but I'm saying that there's so much, diversity in in the, the different like depths of our color and our melanin and our and our caramelness or whatever you want to talk about it so it's not that it's more associated with some other shit it's like it's from the motherfucking melanin from the motherfucking sun <laughs> that's my ted talk <laughs> uh, man yeah i don't know i think you know we talk about the effect that media has on this type of thing representation um and i think this is going to take a long time before we truly see ourselves reflected um in the mainstream but yeah i guess if we can take the narrative into our own hands it has to start from home Yeah. yeah this is a bit random but isn't it also weird that like i don't know maybe i'm making this up but like when a woman is like dark skin and like you know nappy hair and you know black features if she's like skinny and tall like she's like a model but like yeah. that's the only exception <laughs> no i was thinking about that too because there are these lists of the most beautiful women and you'll have like alec weck or right. i'm trying to think of these other lupita um lupita um but i mean like I wouldn't even put Lupita in the same kind of like model care category as somebody like 
a lack. I mean, but I don't know. Lupita is just stunning to me. Like her complexion is what makes her so gorgeous. Um, damn, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. Like God, Lord, she's fire. But she's not like tall and statuesque. I don't think. I don't know where her height is like. But yeah, I would say like when you see like dark skinned models on the runway, they usually are like. I don't know. They're, they're these like women from parts of Africa and they do have like black features, right? But I think they're kind of looked at in some kind of like, like that is what makes them alternative or something. Right. It's like that. that's what makes yeah. them a model, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like making me want to date you. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting to me, though, is that men... I mean, we talk about Biggie and stuff, but like men can have more of the quote unquote Afrocentric, less European features mm-hmm. and like somehow, Get well, especially if they have money, but yeah, <laughs> but if they have money. Well, yeah, that's why. Because women are supposed to be the the prettier sex. Right. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. It's weird. People are fucking weird. And I think we just have to just get past, for one, like, just being so obsessed with beauty. And like, even myself, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm extremely vain. And it's like, wh- why? Hmm. Good self-reflection there. <laughs> no, I never really thought you were that vain. Girl, are you insane? I mean, I, I always <laughs> thought it was like a joke. No, like, I'm is that, are you being real when ass. you like look at yourself and you're like, I'm so pretty. Yeah, I'm being so serious. Okay, I thought you were just like being a clown. No, I just no. ignore her and yeah. I try to tell I myself just it's a joke. Don't recognize it anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. It's it's actually like, ooh, I might be a little crazy, but you know what? <laughs> we're doing the work every day, and that's well, what matters. Yep. The first step is you know, recognizing it. Chelsea, the therapist. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, we will see what happens as, you know, the blue ivies of the world and that generation Mm -hmm. start getting a bit older. I think that the first thing to do is just have the conversation. Like, shout outs to Ari for being vulnerable and talking about it because people don't even want to talk about it. And then I meet people who are like, do you know what? Like, you're saying such and such is like so ugly and so this you're so fucking ugly for being so just nasty like what what's wrong with you that you feel the need to want to talk about other people like what is that doing for you and I know as a people we're naturally very judgmental like tons of thoughts may come to your mind but like keep that shit in your mind you don't need to tweet about it you don't need to get on YouTube and start commenting you don't need to write a whole goddamn article you need to sit and self-reflect on why you're so fucking miserable. Yeah. And I just wanted to say this because I just found it. The woman, the white woman who responded to the Vanity Fair black guy, um, she tweeted, I'm truly sorry to anyone who was reminded of past hurt because of my comments. I truly believe Blue Ivy will go to the grave without knowing who I am, which is neither here nor there. But on the on the off chance she sees it, I'm sorry, young lady. You're going to go far no matter what. Hmm. 
But like that still doesn't address the fact that you called her ugly. (laughs) Yeah, like girl, say say what you mean. Like say it. Right. You're tiptoeing around. Or reevaluate what you said and realize that she is not ugly. Mm, Still fuck her and everything about her and her whole everything. She's trash. Like what? You may never know who I am. How did this become about you? What? Right. Right. Like apologize say that you're disgusting and (laughs) keep it moving right well it's just mm. anyways y'all y'all ready for the what would you yeah you gotta what would you do yes i do what would you do oh she has the what would you do she sure does um Okay. okay i have two um actually one is more like appearance related and more one is on about birth control. So which one do y'all want? Appearance related. Since we're talking about features. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, I do not have a name. But she says, hey ladies. I know y'all are going to give me the real tea. So don't hold back on this one. I'm 5'4 and have been pretty petite for most of my life. I'm starting to get a little thick as I get older. And most people are saying I look so good with some hips and ass. But I, caps, hate it. Exclamation. <laughs> I personally prefer my slimmer frame, and I've never had to work out or diet. My body is changing so much, and I don't truly feel like myself. I guess this is less of a what would you do and more of me just bitching, but do y'all feel me? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Chelsea. Same over. So- this is this is um this is weirdly appropriate, but it's not so much on like her her features. Well, these are features, her facial features, more on her body features. Right. So, uh, Chelsea, take it away with that loud yup. <laughs> no, I mean, girl, I feel you. I feel like when you get older, you know, people always say it, but like, you could be like a teenager eating McDonald's and like candy every day, and you'll be a twig. But, like, after a certain age, you start get putting on that weight. It's true. You start putting on that weight. <laughs> yeah, that, that woman weight. Right now, none of my pants fit. So, yeah. You can oh. either embrace it and go shopping, or you can eat salads. <laughs> I think you look great. I saw you posted something last night. Woman weight. I DM'd you. And I was like, damn, Josie, okay, you do look a little, like, you got some hips and some thighs yes. and some action going on. And she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. It looks I so like, nah, look good. Bomb. But I think this is the, the thing, though, right? Like, other people will be like, you look great. Oh, you're getting thick, blah, 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 blah. But if that's not, like, what you're into, you're, you're not going to want to hear it from them. Right? I like, also just, I like, know. am crazy. And I remember all those girls who were like, this is probably going to sound so bad and people are going to hate me. Whatever. This is We're being honest. <laughs> but Ooh. I remember those girls who were like mad thick in high school and they just all got fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm, feel like yeah. people will be a cheeseburger away and I'm not trying to get <laughs> there. <laughs> so that's just uh, for me. Black girl sexy does not support fat phobia. No. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if that's the body type that you like, you go ahead. But yeah. for my for my frame, I don't feel comfortable carrying that. Like, because I'm just not used to it. And that's not yeah. what I feel comfortable with for me. Um, I think that it's twofold. It's, you know, she said she's never had to really, like, work out or diet. So if you 
are like, you know what, I want to change this or I want to be toned or whatever, then, you know, you can do the do the work and get in the gym. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what your diet's like now. Obviously, if you're like eating, maybe not in the most healthy way or you're eating like heavy carbs and like lots and lots of calories like yeah you you gonna get thick sis like rice and beans that's where it's at um so I would say like you could try that but I also feel like with every kind of um development as you get older kind of just like accept accepting those factors like for me like I wish I wish to the gods that I could have like washboard abs and these big ass titties and like (laughs) I just I don't think that's going to happen for me. Like I could try, I could like not eat and like work out like crazy and do ridiculous amounts of cardio to try to get that or like go get a tummy tuck, two things that I'm probably not going to do. And I'm just (laughs) like, all right, like your girl going to have a little bit of, you know, Chicho's fluff, a little bit of that Meg the Stallion tummy, but I (laughs) make sure that I take my ass into the gym and I make sure that I keep what I can together and just accept that like this is my my body type and your body has changed so much I know right I feel but it in in this like really beautiful way like we were talking about with Chelsea too like it's just like oh my god such a lady such a woman it's that way <laughs> such it, a woman bodies is getting ready for babies out here and then that's, that's how it's thing. looking like, <laughs> you're gonna get pregnant oh, and you're gonna your body's gonna change again and then you'll have a couple kids and or whatever maybe you won't but no matter what like the older you get your body's gonna change so like get used to it now because another thing that's not gonna be forever is like your skin elasticity and your perky ass breasts and mm. you know like so <laughs> you just might as well start getting used to it now that's not to say like you know oh yeah just like fuck your skin and and burn it off in the sun and don't use (laughs) moisturizer but at the same time like you can do some things but some things are also kind of inevitable yeah and I guess it's just like it's a journey and obviously with everything in our society it's like not super easy but you just have to kind of like teach yourself to to just love yourself i guess yes Mm -hmm. yes definitely and i think finding the new like aspects of you that you love like Mm -hmm. i was looking at myself as i often do the other day and i was like (laughs) i was like oh my god i have like stretch marks on my lower back that i've never had and i think that's literally just like my body literally widening and i was Mm -hmm. like that's my cute. That's cute. <laughs> that's that's your growth. Like, yeah, I was like, that's not like womanly and shit. And <laughs> before I probably would have been like, oh my God, that's disgusting. But I, it changed the narrative with yourself. Like only you can kind of shift those thoughts. So look at yourself, put on some cute ass, get you some nice thongs and just look at your big old ass and hips and just enjoy it like people right. be paying for that shit nah facts it yeah, is really I wild though when i have mm-hmm. on like underwear i like pick up the you know the, like the sides of the underwear like, yes put, you put them up high hips. that's that looks bomb it's my favorite i know it does it's Really it's a little hack too, though. It does make you look a little more stout. Yes, that's yeah. my, that's my trick too. That's how I love take that. All I take my all the traps. traps. That's yes. how you take the traps, girl. Yes, Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay, yeah. you 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 Get you in on it. the tips now. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. But also, if you want to, like, work out and and see how that also impacts your body. So there's so many things you can do. Don't trip. We got you. We understand your woes. And Growth you can send beautiful. us bitching emails and DMs and all types of stuff at any time. We This is a judge-free zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, you're not alone, girl. We all have something that we have an issue with. That we shouldn't because, you know, hey, God made us like this for a reason. <laughs> or whoever you pray to. Whoever you pray to. I don't know why he gave me these big ass breasts. I really still to this day don't understand what this is for. Maybe you're about to have mad kids. And you this, have to is feed like, them. this is like. <laughs> right? I'm like, am I about to have like 10 kids? <laughs> this is crazy. Or like you're going to have like triplets or something and you need a lot of milk. Oh, yo, you are really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here like, oh, yeah. Maybe. Right. Shade's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Glenn, do you have any advice? You're 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 queen thick out here. I know. I'm like, I don't know. I've just always been this way. I'm very I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm more so just like very content where I'm at. And I just start to think about like 20 years from now is when I'm when it could get scary. So I'm trying to like get some better routines in place for that day. But like as a time for now, I'm like, oof, still don't got no waist. I still fat. And I pinch a titty. Quite please. Okay. <laughs> you could just ignore this bitch. Just a fat ass, small waist. So now it's all good over here. <laughs> No, but seriously, like 20 years from now, it's a little scary. And I mean, this is probably problematic, but these are the things like my dad says to me. He'll be like, you see how your grandmama and your aunts be looking? Like literally just (laughs) sounds. My own mother is like, I don't want to end up like me. And I'm like, oh my God. See, I'm the opposite. My mother's tiny, but I think I'm getting like... My dad's side. Oh. Yeah, like my mom's so small, always has been small, but will probably always be small. <laughs> she is real small. I don't know. I know, like we said, you're going to have your own feelings about your own body. It's yours, but you look, you look popping, girl. And it's so funny. We were like, you know, we just need to love ourselves. Everything's fine. And then right. Like, oh, my big ass. but i think that's the best part about it all it's like we ain't motherfucking mother Teresa over here like uh, like we're still human beings so Mm -hmm. we can talk about it we can have the discourse and we can say what we need to do and in the same vein my ass will be on the peloton in about an hour with my sweet sweat band on sponsor a sweet sweat and um squatting so i mean hey that's how it goes yeah Glenn, do you have a black girl? Do well, I thought we kind of did ours at the start. However, I did want to shout out, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I might have shouted her out before. I'm not sure. But um, Andrea Nasina Coles, she's a poet. Her Instagram is Wild Women Don't Get the Blues. She's so bad, for one. But, and you know what? I'm going to say this. Something I think is really interesting about her is speaking of kind of like Eurocentric beauty standards or whatever. This is a light-skinned woman. 
slim nose, full lips, all that kind of stuff, like, you know, desirable in these stereotypical ways we're talk- um, we were kind of talking about. Um, but she has this uh, summer camp called a, Rev- a Revolutionary Summer, and it's all for... Um, it's for black girls to like read texts by like amazing black women authors um, That's throughout cool. history um, and everything she do. She does like her, her uh, bio on Instagram says, I don't play about black women and girls. I tell stories. I facilitate that. Di- I facilitate dialogue circles. Um, she's just so bad ass. So bad ass. Um, so I'd encourage y'all to look into her. Check out the work she's doing with her camp. It's based out of Baltimore, and it's really powerful. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, to shout out um, the young lady we were talking about before. Her name is Danielle Jazz Noel. She is Grenadian. Blup, 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 blup. We're definitely cousins. I have a cousin, John Noel. So, you know, the island's the size of my pinky. So, we def got kinship um she's an amazing um photographer so you can find her on instagram at jazz shoots um and she has a beautiful daughter i've literally was just stalking her instagram so shout out to her she's a mother and it looks like she's also like an herbalist she's just really dope um so check her out and you can find her op-ed piece on afropunk um it is really really good so Lots of black girls doing things. Also, a quick side note, and I don't know if it's related <coughs> to featurism, but you know that like famous picture that's like in every Jamaican restaurant of the kind of lighter skin oh, woman, yeah. red T-shirt that says Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know that woman is Trinidadian. Trinidadian. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, why don't why are they using that? I mean, it, it's. Oh, a I never picture, thought about that actually. It's a gorgeous picture, of course, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, why didn't they find a Jamaican woman? Yeah, like, why has that become the staple image of? I mean, and those that know know that that's a Trinidadian woman, but yeah, that right. is really interesting. It's like that's what they're using to represent their country, but that's not even a woman from their country, and yeah. that, and I think a part of the reason why is because she is a pretty light skinned woman. Mm. Y'all got me doing all the Googles because I'm like, I want to see her face again. I know, me too. Oh, Alicia Keys remade this photo? So many people have remade the photo. Yeah. I wanted to remake the photo while I was in Jamaica. You would have? I wanted to. With the the shirt stuck to the titty? Can we talk about how Shorty is still bad? What's her name again, Um, I don't know. I just found her... Um, let's see. Sintra Bronte. Yep, Sintra. Mm-hmm. Madness mm. Indian. Sintra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I mean, she she looked like she might have a little Botox, but same sis. She looks mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um. Well, yeah, I think what we can task all of our listeners with doing is go... And this is from Sade, the one who, you know, they, they got shit to say about the way I am, the way I am. But go <sighs> into your mirror and just look at yourself and just love on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. your, that's your task after listening to this episode. And just be like, wow, I'm, I'm beautiful for all the different reasons. So 
with that being said i think we're going to sign off do we have any more questions comments concerns Mm. I have one more quick comment. Okay, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep thinking. I, I also want to shout out Viola Davis because I feel like she is someone in the media right now who is like, she in her roles, like she's not afraid to like be sexy, even though, and she's she's talked about this on interviews. She's like, why can't I be a representation of what sexy is, mm. you know? Um, at her age. Wait, did you say Viola Davis? Color. Yeah, Viola Davis. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I love that. To shout her out. What was that movie that she was in? I guess this is like almost about a year ago now. Um, Widows. Where they were Widows. Widows. Yeah, and it like yeah. opens with her just like making out with Liam Neeson. Oh like, yeah. Oh. And then um. Okay. How to get away with murder? Mm-hmm. She's 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 always talking about that. She's like, I'm a woman too. Yes. No, I Wait. love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. So apparently this photo came about when she was vacationing in Jamaica and the Jamaican tourism board was looking for a Jamaican Chinese woman to add to their marketing campaign to attract Asian tourists. And they found her and they were like, you'll, you'll do. (laughs) Is she what? I mean, I guess she's like Indian looking. I think she is. Maybe she's Trini Chinese. I don't know. She definitely looks like she has more Asian features in her older, like looking at her as an older woman than in yeah, that Yeah, she picture. does not look like like East Asian to me. Yeah, but... Um, um, if you mean by like India, no, like that. In, in her in her older pictures, I, she looks like almost like Filipina. But this woman looks Trinidadian. <laughs> look at her. Do you see her in this picture? The what? She's like a old. She's she looks whatever. We could take this offline. Yeah. No, don't be. This you is guys some featureism. You know too. What does it mean to look Filipina? What does it mean to look? <laughs> yes. Oh lord. Okay. Anyways, let's sign off before we embarrass ourselves. Bye bye. Bye.